Hey everyone, welcome to episode 85 of You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. So just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. We'll get too famous. We'll start arguing. One of us will have to have yeah. a solo career, probably me. And then I'll have to get a face tattoo and you'll <laughs> spiral and you'll start doing yeah, drugs. <laughs> Derek and Steve present... You're just not going to do it? No, I would have made something up, but I wasn't prepared for the question, and it's the morning. <laughs> Pass There's not a big it. culture of wearing costumes to my office. Uh, your office stinks, so, and you should quit. Yeah. That is the most yeah. lukewarm take so. I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, that's, I have a lot of lukewarm takes you, about specific things. You really do. <laughs> you have a lot of non-opinions. You heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 85 of You Heard It Here Second. I'm Steve, alongside my co-host, Derek. Derek, what are your thoughts on fruit on pizza? Hey, Steve. Um, my thoughts on fruit on pizza, I am pretty... I don't know if I'm pro fruit on pizza. I don't think I'm pro fruit on... I don't like fruit on pizza. Okay. No. So, pineapple pizza. So, yeah, no, I know. I don't like pineapple. Does I'm it? Not, I'm not a Hawaiian pizza guy. Do you and, think it changes the integrity of pizza do, do, are you anti no, fruit on a pizza? so no 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 like if i so like i see someone eating pizza with fruit on it i'm like look at that guy like that's not even really pizza like no that's not that's not really my stance on it i just i don't like it um do you like but i'm okay no oh. well so i'm like pineapple is one of those fruits that i'm like kind of weird <laughs> weirdly somewhat allergic to yeah so those are not that was, really that was the wrong so, choice sort of but similar. like what if it was like sh- like strawberries or like that's the argument like, the argument no. is now strawberries no absolutely not but yeah i would think someone was weird if they had strawberries on their pizza so why why is pineapple not weird i don't know that's exactly question like what are there any other fruits like banana what if you sliced up bananas that's just gross pizza? that's disgusting don't be, a, don't be a psychopath yeah so for some reason pineapple got off scot-free in the whole thing and like hey it's normal to put pineapple on pizza, but no other fruit. That's the case. Do you think they actually put pineapple on pizza in Hawaii? Oh, yeah. I bet they do. You think? I bet that's – yeah. I assume that's why it's called a Hawaiian pizza. I bet you they do it because, I mean, they, they love pineapples in Hawaii, right? I don't know. I, I mean, I, 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 well, I right, so, so that's my assu- – if, if that the assumption is true, then I mainstream think Mainstream media telling me what to <laughs> think. I'm thinking if pineapples are huge in Hawaii like people say they are or like, like it's believed, then they do put it on their pizza. Okay. Like – yeah, so that, that's because they my, don't they don't call a pizza with lobster on it a, a Boston pizza or a Massachusetts pizza, right? But they call right. it a Hawaiian pizza. It's true, it's true. And a Hawaiian pizza has not just pineapple, right? It has like ham yeah. too. Yeah. So does that have a specific tie to Hawaii? Like is is ham big in Hawaii? I don't know. Is Good it? Question. I don't. I don't know. See, I would have to ask. We someone. need to do more research on what's big yeah. in Hawaii before we make I, our decision. I agree. I think if, have to. if they do it and it's actually a Hawaiian pizza, it's legit. All out. Yeah. If it's actually what they do in Hawaii for pizza, then legit. it's authentic and like, yeah, that's fine. Then but in out. general, I don't like fruit on pizza, and I don't consider anyone to be an inferior human if they're eating pizza with fruit on it. But I, I wouldn't eat it myself. Wow, you argued argued your way out of that one. I yep. love it. Yep. Good. Well, so that's it. That's, that's the it. opening drive. So we'll see you guys next week, episode <laughs> yeah. eighty-six. No, so we haven't done an opening drive in a while. We used to do is a hot dog a yeah. sandwich, and that set the world aflame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how does a dog wear pants? If a mm-hmm. dog wore pants, mm-hmm. is it is tic tacs? Are tic tacs mints? Are fruit flavored tic tacs mints? Mints are candy. Yep. Um. So we we thought we'd go right back into the. We missed that one. Fruit on a pizza was an argument. Yeah. Like a six months yeah. ago. <laughs> 
but so gotta talk okay. gotta it's talk right. about you that's why this, that's why you're here second it's called you're here second um so we've got a a similar show to the past few for you um first period is bc update second period is pop culture third period is sports um i guess we'll dive right into everybody's favorite the bc update got another dude better than this guys being dudes dudes to the right dudes to the left stuck in the middle with you got another dude heisman trophy bronco nagurski award ultimate dudes got another dude o-line you bunch of dudes i don't think um that adazio clip is gonna get old ever it probably won't ever and like I, what I can't figure out is whether that's the case because of the last three weeks or not. Like, so we're gonna get to that. Okay, we're gonna get to the Adazio experiment and the the Adazio question. Yeah, it's, it's hovering. But first, big huge news: I am officially dr- drafting. You are Congratulations. all. Thank you. You are all in the pool. Everyone listening who graduated to class of 2013 from BC. Um, that's not everyone listening, but it's you've all lot. dreamed of being a number one draft pick. Of course, you all have the opportunity to be drafted by me. I need to draft twenty people from my class to give any amount of money to Boston College under the link that I have for I think before January or something. It's very easy, but I need guaranteed yeses. You can give a dollar; I don't care. Preferably, you give more, but as long as you give. You're getting drafted by me. So, Derek, yep. I know you're going to give money yep. under my name. Yep. So you're my Mr. Relevant. You're my right, last pick. Right, right. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. It would be boring if it was if I just hyped everyone up to be the number one draft pick and then I was the number one draft pick. <laughs> yeah. So that, that I, am, I am happy being the number 20 draft pick. So I need 19 more spots. Rob will give one. That's yep. 18 more spots. James Murphy, Devin, yep. calling you guys out. I need your help here. Um, Kenny gotta give a dollar so we know that james murphy will be the first person to respond to this yes he might be first be overall draft pick yeah he is the first to accept our invitations to anything right so is that the rule here is the first person to accept this open invitation is they are they the number one pick is that like the contest? that would be we will make a note of it okay i will certainly make a note of it if you are excited if you respond to me so get being sh- excited and responding is like having the best combine in history exactly okay. you need okay. to show that you've got the qualifications right first right Right. Everyone okay. here has had a good college career. Yeah, you saw you saw them all. They all played like they all were they, Heisman contenders. Exactly. You know, they all the guys you're picking from right now. They left their hearts out on the field. Yeah. And now it's time to move on to the pros. Right. And you have to show that you're committed to that and that yeah. you're ready for that. So, so this is all part of the BC reunion. Our five years coming up in 2018 mm-hmm. in June or July or summer. Yeah, summer. Yeah. Um, and so there's a giving committee, and it's it's all based around. Um, your academic rate or the school's rating, like the more mm-hmm. like alumni, percentage exactly, of alumni, the percentage yeah. of alumni after X amount of years that give any amount of money help your rating. In, right. in those, even if it's not, even if it's five dollars each. Yeah, they help yeah. your rating in terms of um, those. Uh, what do they call rankings? What, what, like the the U.S. one hundred. Yeah, yeah it, it all U.S. Goes into News that. and like Forbes and whatever else. Yeah, like so there's, all, there's yeah. a bunch of different factors, and alumni giving <clears throat> after like the three or four year mark is more important than within that couple years right. after. So they really want you to give. So I got to pick 18 more names. Mm-hmm. Hit me up if you want to be the number one overall draft pick. I'll run through the, the top five. <clears throat> if you want to be my, on my starting five, you got you you to show some. You got to show some yeah. guts and hustle. Yeah. You get in touch with me. 
and I will. Mo- I mean, people who are getting touched me are most likely going to get picked anyway, right? Because I don't know that yeah. many people. <laughs> but if you want to be in the starting five, let me know. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Chance to be in the starting five. Chance to be drafted number one overall. You don't want to miss that opportunity. So reach out to Steve. Now back to Adazio. The big question. The big question. So first of all, BC football had a bye this week. Uh, they play NC State this coming week um, in what is a big game, but not as big as it could have been because NC State has lost two weeks in a row now um, against their gauntlet against Notre Dame and Clemson, two teams that are in the college football playoff. Um, obviously, you didn't expect NC State to come away from that having won both. but you, and, and to be honest, they were competitive in both games uh, for a little while. Notre Dame ended up being a little bit of a blow, but Clemson, they only lost by seven. Uh, but nonetheless, they drop out of the top 25 for this game. So BC loses the ranked opponent, um, but it's still a good opponent. Um, so rather than really jumping into the NC State game, because we don't have we don't know a ton about NC State, and we talked about BC football last week, we'll talk about Adazio a little bit. And the question is, how are we supposed to feel about this? We just played that intro. The be a dude, the guys being dudes thing is hilarious. We said it before. Is it only hilarious because of the last three games? <laughs> yeah. Because I... Hated him before we that. Should, what we should have done is gone back and gotten some of our clips from yeah. the first couple yeah. episodes uh, from the first couple games. Yeah. it. We were not nice to Adazio. No, we were not. We and- were rude and kind <laughs> of like mad at him. Yeah. I am man enough to say I was wrong. As am I. As of right now, I was wrong. We have – I don't know what the change is. We say this every week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But we have a football team that I am proud of. Mm-hmm. And a couple – four weeks ago, I wanted to fire everyone, and I had no qualms about it. So the question becomes, if we <clears throat> if we beat NC State, we have a good chance of going to a decent bowl because then we're going to play yeah. UConn and Syracuse. Who, Two, Syracuse is okay, but – But UConn yeah. we should beat. Yeah. NC State we should beat. Well, we shouldn't beat, but Syracuse it, it, we have a chance. And if we go into that Syracuse game having – won both of these games will absolutely be favored against Syracuse. And like ending having, the and ending yeah. the season on a five six game win streak. S- uh, seven, I think. No, no, six, six, yeah. Six game if, win if we win a bowl game it would it would end the season on a seven game win streak. Yeah. So if that's the case, do you bring Adazio back? So I mean yes. Yeah. So uh Let's jump back a little bit to what you said and what I said too. What I am going to echo is that we that I was wrong. We were wrong about him earlier this season. Um, I don't want to say I was wrong about him because he's been to bowl games before. He coaches a mediocre team. So, but they have always been underperforming. Now they are performing at the level they should be. Yeah, and so as of three games in a five-year span. Right, but so so yeah. So previous four years. Um, I will not say that I will not take back any anger that we had in previous years from him. Um, I think that him playing Patrick Tolles the whole season yeah. was ridiculous, and I, I don't, I don't revoke any of the criticism that we delivered to him um, when it comes to that. But here's where I want to say that affirmatively, I'm going to say I was wrong and that I overreacted strongly to this. And here's the main reason: BC's five and four. Like we talked about they have they could end up being ranked by the end of the season. We were very upset after some of these early losses. And that was very emotional in the moment because of it being his fifth year and him making excuses that I, again, don't defend. Like, the excuse thing, it's like he's like, you know, it's going to come together. It's going to be great. And then it does. So it's like I don't know what you can say about that part. But here's the thing. Here's the punchline for me of why I have to just admit I was wrong. Okay. Losses this year. 
Wake Forest is our worst loss of the year. Wake Forest right now in ESPN's uh, FPI rankings is number 29 in okay. the country. So Wake Forest is a pretty good team. We I got, mean, they showed be, that they're a pretty good be team. Be pretty bad by them. Pre- be pretty bad. And at the time, furious. But, like, Wake Forest is number 29 is a pretty good team. Yeah. Other three losses, um, Notre Dame, number three in the college football playoff. Clemson, number four in the college football playoff. And Virginia Tech, number 17. Yeah. So when your four losses are against top 30 teams – and you've got a win. You've got wins against you know teams just outside that right now. It's tough to be mad about that. I, I mean, yeah. it's tough to be mad when your only losses are to teams inside the top thirty. Those are the teams you're supposed to lose to if you're BC. So and you've beat you've beaten every team that you're supposed to beat if you look at it that way. The stars are aligning for Adazio. Yeah. To to save his job once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's sad because that's how he that's how we've come to know him <laughs> right. as a guy who's living on the edge. He's been on the hot seat for three seasons, yeah. and he always just saves his job, <laughs> yeah. which is not what you want in a coach. But if you can continue the play that we're seeing over the past three weeks, I would. And he, we can win two of the next three games, go to a good bowl game and win it, or yeah. at least be competitive. I would like to see the development of the the young freshman team that's, that he has. That's the thing is that um, this is the best I feel about any of the seasons that it looks like Adazio is making a late push to save his job. But like there have been other seasons, it was like we were like two and six, and he roars back to go six and six and make a bowl game. Yeah, congrats. And that's yeah. a lot worse than what we're seeing this year. Like I said, with those losses, two very good teams, and then really being just two and four and rattling off three straight to get to five and four. The other thing, like you just said, is that I was I, I just opened up on the ESPN app the game for this week, like BC versus NC State mm-hmm. at noon on Saturday. I just opened up the thing to see if there was like a preview on it or or something yet. No like written preview when I opened it. So all it shows you is like the leading stack guys for each team. And when I just look and see the leading passer, rusher, and receiver all being freshmen, it's a different feeling as far as like being okay with, with giving this coach a little bit longer because he brought those three guys in. You, you always are worried that a freshman might transfer if you get rid of their coach that they just signed, yeah. signed for. And I think that is the change in this team is that he was – he, they started going for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. They started playing freshmen who were good enough to play. They started giving he, – he made the decision to start Anthony Brown over Darius Wade, who it, who probably deserved to play more than Anthony Brown. And has gone back to Anthony Brown on multiple occasions that Brown either got hurt or got pulled. Yep. And this was earlier, and they're losing mostly. But even in the win against Virginia, I think he got hurt. So I don't know. Ma- I think – I honestly think someone sat down with him and said, you need to be – a little bit more aggressive. Like your teams are good, just turn it up one you notch. Play to win. Like, you have to play to win. Yeah. You have to coach to win, and you have to coach like you're going to be around for a couple of years. And that's what he started doing. And I don't know why. <laughs> I still hate him. I don't like love the person he is. He makes stupid excuses. He's a terrible interviewer. He's rude to people who ask him questions. But he apparently the players liked him from what we hear, and he's won three straight games against yeah decent opponents. The thing is, I don't. I don't think I hate him. Like like so there are things I like about him. Like I like, like again sh- the whole like dude shape. thing his <laughs> yeah. Like the whole dude thing's funny. That's funny. I mean He doesn't do that anymore. I I, I do I know no, it's true. I, I do like to an extent the rah rah his rah rah nature. To an extent. Like I like, I think that it, it can come across as superficial when he does it too often mm-hmm. and is too snippy with the media. Like who are you to be snippy with the media? Like, like we said this earlier in the season, like Nick Saban can do that. Yeah. Like Steve Adazio can't do that. Like you can't act like you're better than the media when you like fall to two and four, but like, like that at that point in time, 
It's like you can't be mad at the media for asking questions to yeah. you when you're two and four in your fifth year. So it's like there are things like that that I don't like, but I, I can certainly learn to like him if he if he coaches this way, you know. And so again, I, we it's maybe it's somewhat of a cop out to keep saying week by week that if he coaches like this, I like him, but. But but that's really the the root of everything I've disliked about him. That's where we are. Was where he was as a coach on the field. You know, I, I could kind of care less about the stuff off the field. Again, I didn't like when he would make excuses, but he was making excuses because they were losing. So if, if they're winning, then you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It, so it all stems from winning. It's it's a luxury as a fan to be in the position we are, to where we can say my the my enthusiasm for my head coach only depends on if he wins the next week and the next week. Yeah. And like. We've, but we've put up with four years of of criticizing this person correctly. Yeah. So now yeah. we have to be like, all right, you finally did it, but it's not – I'm not like, oh, great, hire – like sign him for a long-term contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, You've no. Got, he still you, has he to is, continue earning it. He's yeah. got to earn it, and if yeah. this is a fine start, then fine. Yeah, yeah. He is far from the point where it's like, oh, three straight wins. This guy's a good coach. Like, we got to lock him up. You know, he, I feel he, like that's how people are talking. So, so, and so that I would I would disagree with people thinking that already because, I, I like, you know, by the same token of giving him a chance every year for the first five – He's got to now work it back the other way and continue to impress, you know, game after game, week after week, you know, year after year, even like, like, I don't care, you know, this team, he could, he could run the table this year. We could start next season ranked and have a great season next season. And I still wouldn't say like lock him up for 10 years, you know, like he's, he's proven to be a bit of a volatile coach. Yeah. And so he still needs to continue to prove it. But the trajectory he's on right now, if he can continue coaching like this, and finish this season strong. I, I say the bar the bar that this team has now set for itself is to is to I think one loss the rest of the way, including bowl game. Yeah. Like if if they can achieve that goal of losing only one game or fewer the rest of the way, that's going to be an extremely extremely successful season. Because that would mean either a seven and five finish with a bowl win or an eight and four finish with a bowl loss. Either of those two things I think is a very successful year. Yeah. So, um, so that that's the bar he's set, and I think. You know, going forward, I'm totally okay with Steve Adazio being this this team's coach if if this is how he's going to coach. Okay. And again, I won't I won't give him the seal of approval for like a five year extension because he needs to prove more to me than that. But cool. Well, BC opens as a three point underdog at home uh, to NC State, twelve o'clock on ABC um, this Saturday. Yeah, I think that line actually moves closer to even. To be honest, BC opened as a three point underdog to FSU. And the line moved the other way, where people were betting on FSU. Mm-hmm. I think it's the opposite this way. I think NC State, uh, having lost two games in a row, even though they looked good against Clemson, uh, having lost two in a row, coming on the road to a BC team that's playing a lot better, I think that line might move closer to even for this game. Cool. So, uh, Well, the only other update in the BC update section is Boston College has announced plans to build a $150 million science facility, and they offer – drumroll, Derek – a new engineering major. Wow. Wow. Would you go back and change your major if they had engineering? Um, probably not, but yeah. uh, but I know a lot of people that would want to go to BC yeah. if knowing that they had an engineering Bring on the program. nerds. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I mean, um, I had uh, so, some of my smarter friends in high school um, did not consider BC at all because they wanted to do engineering. And so 
Um, I think that's a great addition to the to yeah. the program, regardless of how big that program is. I think it's great that they're going to add that because, it, to me, it, it always felt like it should have been there. Um, there's plenty of like yeah. there's plenty of related fields at BC like that. Like mm-hmm. I was computer science, which is a similar field to engineering. Um, you know, they they had math and you know they had the intensive math uh, curriculums and everything like that. So the lack of engineering seemed a little strange, but um, I'm glad they're bringing it bringing it in. Yeah. It's, it'll it'll just attract some you know better qualified students to round out the student body more. So I, I like it. I, I like the, um, the move. And it will be named after Apple executive Phil Schiller. All right. Great Phil. name, Phil, the filler. Yeah. Schill filler. Um, $25 million donation to put your name on the building. It's jump change. Nothing. Nothing. We can pull. We could do that easily. Also, I forgot to mention the people joining the draft, all 20 of you, we have to make twenty five million and get our name. Right, on right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can only donate one dollar if you want, but collectively we have to get twenty five. million. We have to get so. twenty five million to put our name yeah, on a building, so, um, um, and we'll we'll figure out a way so everyone gets their name on the building or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, um, well, that's yeah, it, Derek. That's easy. That's easy. That's it for BC Update. Do you have anything update. else to say about I, Boston College? You know, I don't think I do. Okay, uh, I'm let's, excited well, for this game. Let's move it on to everyone's favorite intro. Yeah. The pop culture intro. Second favorite, though. I think the dude one might be the favorite. Okay. But, yeah. So, top, top two favorite. Top two favorite. Hit him. All righty. Pop culture time. As we head into period number two. So we'll start it out with um, what obviously everybody television-wise has been talking about the last couple weeks. Which Everybody's is talking about Stranger it. Things 2 season review. So uh, let's get started. Are we going to spoil? I don't. So I don't even think there are spoilers, to be honest. I guess there's not major spoilers, probably. Right. Can you think of anything that we could say that would spoil it? Um, I guess not. I, I mean, I, I think, well, spo- sort like, of, yeah. truly spoil it. No, exactly. but like you're going to give things away that would otherwise exactly. be new. So, so let's do no spoilers. Okay. Okay. No spoilers. I feel like so, it, we would really have yeah. to make an effort to spoil yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so no spoilers. What'd you think of season two? So I, spoilers. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I liked season two better than season one. I think I did too. I think season two did a much better job of getting me to care about the characters and adding a bit more of the cheesiness that we needed. Yeah. Like, it's an 80s remake with children yep. and monsters and all this crazy stuff going on. And it was scary, too. So there was a... The this perf- season two was way scary. There was the perfect amount of cheesy 80s bad guys, cheesy 80s heroes, m- like, goofy monsters, and then also very scary moments yeah so they, i think and, and they obviously had a much bigger budget stranger mm. things one was a hit out of yes. nowhere yeah you could tell the cinematography in season two even just from one episode to another mm-hmm. the shots were unbelievable yeah like they would have the there's a scene where steve and um lucas what's his name no um the, dustin dustin are walking on the train tracks and they're just talking all they're doing is talking yeah. about girls and hair like stupid yeah. stuff like that and the scenery keeps changing. That the camera angles change from far away to close up to from the side mm-hmm. to from the top. It just is a beautiful shot in a yeah. otherwise just a talking scene, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was so well done, and it stuck out to me as 
the production value on season two is way better. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, that also goes for the special effects. Um, the Upside Down is no longer like this weird place that only L can go to. Like the Upside Down is just like part of this we're season. We're all just doing but, like, it. We're yeah. all just going to the Upside Down now. Like literally you just drop in through a hole and you're in the Upside <laughs> yeah. Down. So like um, it's all very much more accessible, which means a lot higher production value because the Upside Down is a sci-fi place versus like the real world, which – you know, it, it's funny when you look at what this show was in season one, like for the most part, it was relatively low budget, like like d- not a ton of high production quality needed. You're in like an, a regular 80s town setting. Like a lot of it is filmed in people's houses and in the woods. Child like it's actors, not high, yeah. high production sets, you know. And now this season you had basically every probably half the runtime of the season like you're in the upside down or in some sci-fi area so it's uh the production value got a lot better i agree with like the cheesiness and the right just the writing was outstanding yeah i think in this season like the season uh episode i think episode seven it was just had line after line that i was cracking up yeah at. like i, I mean the, like hilarious writing there was an execution by characters. There was one. I think episode seven is the one that I'm thinking about. That was very strange. No, I think, or maybe, and I'm, th- and I was talking about eight then. Or, okay. So whichever one the strange one was, is my only gripe about yes, the season because it, it was so out of left field and basically unnecessary. You can basically say what it was. I don't think it really spoils anything. She so L leaves to find her sister, who's eight, number, who's eight, number eight, who was referenced in the very first yeah. scene of the season. I think right. Yeah, I so believe this, it was the first scene of the entire season. The only th- bad thing is that it, because w- nothing comes of it. There, there's no. Which, so it could be written for a future season exactly. potentially. That's is, that's my only thing. Which is, I don't like because yeah. I don't love their storyline. Yeah. I don't want to watch a new person. I don't want to yeah. watch a, a a a gang of like degenerates. Yeah. Now I yeah. want my group to just get into more yeah. shenanigans. And yeah, and it, it almost felt like a thing that you'd see on a network TV show, where it was like they tried this thing. Fans didn't like it, and they just were like, yeah. scrap this. Except that's not what happens in a Netflix show. So it was an interesting – to me, it was weird to say – and, you know, and to you be honest, have, you maybe – You could cut that out of the show, that completely. episode, and that it completely. would have made because, no difference. Because – and again, I, I guess it's like a semi-spoiler, not a major one. But like – so Elle, Elle leaves to go find you know her, her biological mother and uh, eight, you know, mm-hmm. um, her sister. And uh, – like she comes back and she like she basically decides like no I can't be here I have to be back with my real friends and so it's like she closes the door on eight and it's like we're done like yeah. I'm going back to Mike and and the crew you know Mike and the boys Mike and the dirty boys. Mike and the boys yeah so um and so that seems like she made that decision now she's back and it's like what is the now future storyline of eight and that whole group of degenerates you know and so it's weird to me. I guess if it's priming for a future season, it might make sense. But again, I don't know if I want it in a future season. And it just, it to me, it just felt. I guess the one thing it could be potentially is if they don't really know for sure what they're going to focus on in a future season, they gave it a little trial. They definitely and opened like, up a huge door to something else. Yeah. Which is more zero through eleven. Zero through exactly. That, that could all have different more powers. more people with powers because eight has different powers than eleven does. And cool powers. And, and yeah, and, and very cool power. So, um, so that's. That's that it could have been a trial run and it could have been just like a let's see let's just throw this in here one thing. Yeah. But again, in, in a show like that with just nine episodes that you like kind of binge watch almost for the most part, 
I think having an entire episode was a lot. Yeah. Like I think like twenty minutes would have been good yeah. of like mixing that in with like a regular episode. Yeah, or or sparsing it between a bunch of different episodes, yeah. not just creating one episode out of yeah. the blue for it. Right, because it, it felt very disjointed, mm-hmm. very disjointed in that way. Because then you came back to what was, by the way, a very like high pressure situation, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like like episode six ends with a very strenuous thing happening. Yes, and then episode seven is doesn't touch it because it goes to yeah yeah. and so that it it felt disjointed so um anyway rave reviews nonetheless for for season two season two is unbelievable if you have not watched season one or season two or have not finished season two do it the ending is amazing of season two yeah there's the right amount of like we said cheese scariness there's some it's very sentimental it's cute it just you're right the writing was was spectacular Mm so i'm ready to review it i'm ready to give it a rating all right let's let's do it you want to go, or you want me to go? You go first. I'll. I forget what I gave season one. I wish I could know that, but um, I would give season two a ninety-four. Wow. Yeah. Ninety-four. Certified. Uh, certi- Oh yeah, certified Pattaya Colada for do, sure. Okay. Do you know what I'm giving it? No. Ninety-four. 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 Was that just like did yeah. I predict that? Wow. You did. Um, I have ninety-four written down on my wow. sheet here. Uh, certified guac. Ninety-four percent wow. Steve Nicholas avocados. Stranger Things season two. Ninety-four percent Derek Robinson, Dragon, Dragon Fruits. Fruits. You just do Derek Dragon Fruits. Derek now. Dragon Fruits because yeah. it has better alliteration. Yeah, because you don't have alliteration in yours. I don't. So I, but I mine was yeah. first. No, no, yeah, yeah, D- uh, totally not. <laughs> I'm not stealing that. You're hating on it. No, no, no. I I go with the alliteration. Alliteration is not like a factor here. Like Rotten Tomatoes is not alliteration. That was That's the what, origin that was of the, Steve Nichols yeah. avocados. Um, but Derek Dragon Fruits, ninety-four certified Pattaya Colada. I just don't really know what that is. <laughs> we gotta order one sometime. <laughs> yeah. What if you see that on a menu? You have. I to have order. to. Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah. Uh, certified all, all the way around. Uh, Stranger Things season two, and now what the uh, iPhone community is all talking about. Yeah. So you didn't hear about this till today. I didn't hear about this, but till it's happening 10 to a few ago. people at my office. Yeah. Well, so it's happening to them, or it's ha- is this an iPhone thing or an iPhone X? It's an iPhone update thing. Okay. Oh, oh, update thing. It may okay. be an X thing. I don't. I don't know what versions. Okay. But it's are happening on. to people on in your office because oh, not yeah. only the X. Do people have the X yet? I don't know. Okay. It's happening. Yeah. Okay. It's happening to people in my office. Okay. Confirmed. <laughs> um, the iPhone is now make causing the letter I to be one of those question marks where if you have an updated like the emojis mm. would appear as question marks. Now, yeah. the, now the letter, the letter I. I. Yeah. So people are making jokes like the question mark phone instead of the iPhone. Wow. Um, and it apparently is very annoying because you type I all the time. You know, yeah. So like once you said it, I, I, I guess I, I looked up the story and then I remembered seeing a couple of tweets that had that looked weird with the question mark. But I didn't think anything of it because yeah. I hadn't seen the story yet. So um, that's weird. So not a good that's look. Weird. Not a that's good a look. That's a tough rollout for a new iOS. Also, for, I've heard some complaints that as soon as you update to the new iOS. Oh, yeah. Destroys your back. It's. I got a new phone. I had to get a new phone. Like I was planning on getting a new phone, um, and I expedited that process because I had the iPhone six, and I upgraded the new OS, which I knew not to do, but I did it anyway because I was stupid. And uh, and your phone asks you to do it every thirty seconds. Yeah, that too, that too. But you can you can say no. I mean, like eventually, I think it stops. If you like, there's a setting you can make it stop asking you. Um, But I. I'm a sucker for a new operating system. Like yeah, I you always, are. I like the interface. I, I'm a big like interface guy. I You're like, a big I like, interface guy. I like new like user interfaces, and so I got suckered in. There are a few nice features about it, but it was it was a drain on the performance of the phone. It wasn't battery for me. It was just everything else. Like the phone would freeze. Like it would hmm. just became very slow and unusable. So do they do that on purpose? Uh, 
I mean, no. So, no, they don't do it on purpose, but, like, they very much tailored the OS to take advantage of the latest line of phones operating power. And so, so yeah, in a way, they do it on purpose. They, 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 they are... They are very. Uh, they don't have. They they neglect the old phones. Like then they don't intentionally make them run slow. I don't think, but they certainly don't put any effort into making it run fast on old phones because they don't care. They because they know you'll get a new phone. So, hmm. um, so yeah, the OS is is good, but it runs very poorly on old phones. But anyway, speaking uh, of operating systems and robots, let's yeah, that's perfect segue. Yeah. <laughs> Want to tell them? Yeah, uh, we got an Alexa. It, it was we listening. got an Alexa. Alexa, tell us a joke. Yuck! I hope the listeners could not hear that joke. I hope they. Her jokes are terrible. Her jokes are so bad that they're starting to get good. I'm starting, no, they're, they're starting bad. to grow on me. They're, they're so, so bad. bad. They're so. Uh, if so any of you didn't hear that, that was a great joke. So we have a first gen Alexa. Is this? Is she first gen? I have no idea. Anyway. She's it's, a, it's an it's a dot. It's the Echo Dot, not the Echo um, Tall one. How do you not the Echo Tall? <laughs> the Echo Echo, yeah. I think it's called. How do you feel about it? What is its usefulness? What is it practical? What's your thoughts? It is a nice thing to have. Um, it's not something. So they're only like thirty bucks, I think. So it's like actually something that I might consider buying, but it's not something that I would say you have to go get one. Like, like it's nice to have it. It's great for playing music. It's good right? for like, music. Like, so it's great for that. You can connect Spotify to it. If you have Amazon Music or whatever, I don't know if Apple Music works or not, but um, but like you can connect services to it, and it's very easy. You just call it out, and they play a song. Um, it's basically just good for music and the weather. And the weather. And, time. and like, we did timer. Timer. <laughs> so I did she a had, timer. She had some trouble with the timer. Yeah, so she set the timer correctly and like gave me updates and everything when I asked for them, but um, then she started setting the alarm off and wouldn't turn the alarm off. Like I tried to get it to just shut up, and it wouldn't. Um, so there's that. You know, I mean. Uh, apparently you can like just buy stuff, voice control, but you have to set that up. So I don't know, like, you know, we haven't tried that. I can't speak to its effectiveness. I imagine it could be effective if there was literally something, if you were on Am, if you were an Amazon customer and you're really going to take advantage of every perk that that thing has, it's probably super useful. Yes. Like I bet you, if you were like Amazon fresh and you have like, like Tina, a weekly grocery order, <laughs> like you, Alexa ordered Tina roses. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like the commercials, but then Alexa was listening to you right there. Don't um, Alexa, <laughs> don't order Tina roses. Um, your last order cannot be canceled. What? Shoot. Well, we'll see she, what happened she, there. She, <laughs> she may have just um, bought flowers. <laughs> so, but but so, I imagine if you took advantage of every perk, then it could be useful. But I don't know. I I, I think it's cool. That's where I'll leave it. I yeah. don't think it's a must-have. It's not a game changer, no, by any means. She she's no. got some work. To also do. failed miserably at connecting to a Bluetooth speaker we had. So yeah, she's Tex, not. She doesn't way, play well with cool. others. Yeah, yeah. Tex who, is a cool guy. Who's, like, who's our favorite? We're just yeah. trying to hook him up. And so Tex is our Bluetooth speaker's name. Um, you tell so, him why? Because uh, actually, it is called the Tailgater Express. So the T in Tailgater, and then the X, the EX to start Express. Steve came up with the name Tex, and it, it stuck. And so Tex is our friend, uh, who is a Bluetooth speaker. So, <laughs> um, and, and Alexa will not be friends with him because she because she's she thinks she runs the town. She and does. She thinks she's she thinks she's hot stuff. Yeah. So she's so a mean she girl. Wouldn't, she wouldn't pair with Tex. Um, but 
That's it. Anything else on Alexa? <laughs> <That's it. laughs> okay. No, cool. should, you keep doing your thing, Alexa. You'll you'll figure it out. <laughs> um, also, moving straight along to everyone's favorite segment, yep. Taco Bell news. Nice. Um, so this was uh, submitted by our good friend and roommate Robert Mundo. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell French fries. Taco Bell is going Bell to. They floated the idea of French fries, which they've been doing for a while. Mm-hmm. It, they have a test kitchen out in California, and they mm-hmm. they have rolled it out a couple um, stores just to see how it does. And they kind of threw out some shade in terms of someone said, oh, the reason Del Taco is better than uh, Taco Bell is French fries. And then Taco Bell gave the little eyes emoji with like, wow. don't look, don't yeah. think so fast or yeah. whatever. Don't look now. And then uh, people are like, holy crap, they're going to roll out <laughs> French fries. And then they did. Um, I do not support it. Do not support the French wow, fry game. okay, okay. You're a, you're a tortilla chip company. Right. You literally have French fries, and they're just tortilla chips. <laughs> you don't need to make actual French fries. Yeah. They're going to cover them in cheese and beef, and it's going to be delicious, and I'm going to love it, but I don't support it. Okay. This is the first decision I'm going to tell wow. Taco Bell executives, because I know they listen. Just don't do it. Don't think too <laughs> far outside the box. <laughs> Stay within the bun they would listen if they knew like there can't be that many podcasts that do taco bell news there cannot be that many there can't, there <laughs> yeah. can't be that well that's it might have been the first time you've ever said it's it. it's probably not the first time but it's very rare yeah it's very rare because you usually are the one introducing and that. you had to catch yourself not, yeah 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 so um so that does it for taco bell news um, so that's it that's it. I will say hot chip challenge. Derek yep. is afraid to do it. I am. I might do it. I, I am not afraid to do it. <laughs> I am. I am opposed to doing it. I'm during not the podcast. afraid to do it during the podcast. You're so I'm opposed scared. to it because I think it would be very little value add on the podcast you, for me because okay. I know that I would be. I would immediately have to go get water. And even if I had water sitting here, I just wouldn't be talking. I would just be suffering. You wouldn't be able to describe it. I wouldn't be able to. No, of course I wouldn't be able to describe it because I would just be drinking water the whole time. You wouldn't eat one hot I am, potato chip. I, do, I don't like spicy food. So if it's like as hot as it seems on this hot chip challenge thing, then I would be very ineffective. And What if we did – I said we should do it last not, portion so that if you physically can't talk, you just say, later days, bye, <laughs> and you, you hang up. I mean, we'll see. Ooh, I got we'll a we'll see out of him. We'll see. He's but. not doing it. I'll do it. <laughs> you can do it with your final drive. Although they're $40. That's why I'm not for doing it. For one potato chip. That's probably why I'm not I think I'm it's because it. the supply and demand. They're sold out on their website, so you yeah. have to buy them through Amazon. Yeah. That's probably I've why. never paid more than a couple dollars for a potato chip. <laughs> I've never Let paid. Let alone 40 I don't think I've ever paid a full dollar for a potato chip. <laughs> well, so. first time for everything. <laughs> uh, well, that does it for pop culture, Derek. Yes, it does. Uh, what do you say we move right along to sports? I am down with that. The Monster Jam. All right, it's time for some sports. So, That's right. uh, so way back when, uh, shortly after our last podcast, the Astros won the World Series. Hey, congrats to the Astros! Congrats to the Astros, the and congrats, congrats to Astros. Steve for oh, nailing yeah. it. Although I forgot to get the clip. Darn it, um, me too. But That's you did me. nail it. You... I nailed it at the beginning of the playoffs. I mm-hmm. said Astros Dodgers mm-hmm. were my World Series, and mm-hmm. I picked the Astros. And yep. then when it came down to that, I said Astros in seven. Yep, nailed and it. That, that and you nailed it. So. Which, which um, adds some credibility to the podcast game. I think so. If you so. can predict stuff like that. I think that. so. And, and, yeah, and so, yeah, completely. And this series started to kind of play out the way both of us both of us had parts of the prediction going, like, through four games in this series anyway. 
because um, it was tied at two, which is like as perfect as you can be when we both picked yeah. each team in seven. You, you almost picked. And then Verlander coming yeah. back game six in a must win um, didn't end up being the must win because the Astros won game five, mm-hmm. that that crazy game. Uh, game five, I think, was the 13-12 game that they yeah. won. Um, had the Astros lost that, it was Verlander coming back on game six in a must win situation, which was what I had said. So there, up until you know around game six, we were both riding the wire right there down to the finish line, but Game six take or game really end of game five takes the turn in Steve's favor, goes up three to two. Just like I called it. Dodgers extend it to seven, and then Astros win it in seven. So, so congrats to the Astros. Everyone's happy. That that yeah, is. I it, I did want the Astros. The World win, Series was as exciting as you can you can make it. Yeah. I wish Game Seven was game a seven little was more little, was exciting. The least exciting, but but still overall awesome series. Yeah. Astros first time ever winning. The team is so young and fun. All like. Um, I have this written down too. Car- Carlos Correa proposes on the field yeah. after they win. Yeah. Was he going to propose if they lost? Uh, yeah, but probably not in the he, probably the next day. Honestly, how do you propose? I, I don't mean, know. I that's it would, I don't know. I'm thinking the next day he okay. would propose. So Carlos Correa proposes to his girlfriend. She says yes on national television yep. during the celebration. Yep. Justin Verlander, who gets traded from the Tigers, an All Star, a, yep. a stud Cy Young winner, yep. is traded from the Tigers. Who he had never won a world championship, mm-hmm. has the best ten game, fifteen game stretch of his career, mm-hmm. best playoffs of of anyone in the past couple yeah. years. Um, since like Bumgarner, probably yeah, yeah. since Bumgarner a couple years ago, and pitches lights out, mm-hmm. and then immediately marries Kate Upton. <laughs> so <laughs> wins a World Series, and then immediately marries a Super. So here's the thing: that's all like as good as you can get when it comes to life, but like. How do you feel about him missing the parade to marry Kate Upton that quickly? I'm all for it. I, I don't. Well, I, I mean, I so don't know. This you, is like you have. This is what you have to think about it. They are they planned so I, mega rich. Yeah, but like to but get them to. So they kind of like I don't listen, know. listen. They've planned. You plan like normal people plan weddings a year in advance. Yeah, super mega rich people plan super extravagant, crazy, wild weddings. Yeah, their, their wedding probably cost. Yeah. Ten million dollars. Yeah. And if you cancel it, you can't Yeah, I guess you're gonna lose millions yeah, you can't in the, cancel it. Yeah. The root of it to me And they I, love I, each other, Derek. I have a big I put a big, big question mark in front of Justin Verlander having his wedding the day after game seven of the World Series. Like that that's very short sighted planning. Like you're like yeah. you have a long you have a long time. Do you, you think could, what well, he was on the four he, he was free. on the Tigers when they I, when that's they, I know, I know. I know. I, I, there's there a lot probably, of you, you a don't hell know. of a lot of things Listen, that you couldn't have foreseen happened in Justin Verlander's life. So the thing is, you, you, there's no way that you would pick that date and ever think, oh, it might be the day of or after the, because the, the schedule a, doesn't work out like that. No, it's all it always is. It's not always no, on the November, same day. It's always right around the first week of November. But we, it's not the if same you're, day. If you're having a World Series parade, well, he flew to Italy. I mean, so he it's, it wasn't like a one day thing. Like yeah. if it was a day before or after, he wouldn't have made the parade either. Yeah. I mean, he had well, to fly to Italy for the wedding, so that's yeah. like a three, four day thing, probably. Okay, at least, so right? fine. That's that's him saying. What are the chances I'm just saying, I win the World Series? I'm just saying. Wait till November seventh, and you're good. Like I don't know. I don't know. There's you're, so many things you have to plan you're around. Maybe, maybe Kate Upton had one weekend in her schedule. I don't. She's know. more famous than you. I don't know. I'd like to see his explanation. See if it was just he's off. This is the World on Series his parade. He's off on his honeymoon is, with one of the most gorgeous how, women on, you know on the planet. I, I I fully support him marrying Kate Upton. 
Do you know how rare it is to win the World Series in in, in such a special year for Houston? Like like Derek, you for, are with everything that Houston went through. The parade in Houston arguing that year, against love is what you're doing. No, you're I'm arguing, I'm against, arguing love. against terrible planning. Terrible, terrible planning. They love each other, Derek. Terrible. And they're planning. gorgeous. They're a fun, gorgeous couple. I love them as a couple. I'm glad they got married. They had to have their wedding three days later than they did. I fine. refuse to believe that Kate Upton couldn't make that work in her schedule. <laughs> Well, Justin fine. Verlander needs to have okay. higher expectations so for Derek himself. So Derek is out the on the Verlander-Kate Upton relationship. At, no, that is not true. <laughs> I am way in. Two thumbs up on Verlander-Kate Upton. The, Get married whenever you want. Parade. Miss the World the, Series Parade. The World Series Parade. He might not win another listen, World Series in his life. Gift. Missed Game Seven of the World Series for your wedding. How about that? He, he was two days away from doing that. Yes, he and I say two, do it. Yeah, that is ridiculous. I say do it. That's ridiculous. It's love, Derek. It's ridiculous. Oh, All right. you'll, you'll understand someday. <laughs> uh, okay, moving away from baseball. Congrats to the Astros. Um, basketball, things are wild. Things are things weird. Things are kind of weird. Things yeah, are weird. Things are weird. In a good way. Basketball has been top-heavy and annoying and mm-hmm. very star-driven for the past three to five years. Correct. I don't know what's going on in the West because I actually don't watch any of those games, but I'm assuming the West they're... is coming back to normal. Okay, but, but the East is, is weird. Um, the two best teams in the league just played each other last night in the East, the yes, Celtics and the Magic. Correct. That's correct. So not what you expected after losing Hayward, not you ex- not what you expected from the Magic after starting the season with the roster that you already have. <laughs> so the Magic lose, obviously. They're, they're sinking, and the Celtics are about to win their ninth game in if, a row. If they win this game against the Hawks tonight, against last the 2-8 and eight Hawks, the two and eight Hawks yeah. then yeah, that would be nine in a row. But the, the Hawks did beat the Cavaliers last night, so or on Sunday Sunday night. Okay, yeah, so. well, so and anyway. the, Cavs, the Cavs stink. There's a yeah, there's a weird shift in the NBA, and I hope it stays, where there seems to be some level of parity. There, yeah. Any team can make it to the playoffs right now. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at right now, like you said, the East, um, the Celtics and the Magic are both up there. Um, Detroit is sandwiched in between the Celtics and Magic right now. Detroit is seven and three and looks very good. Uh, Washington, Toronto, two teams that were upper level in the East but not obviously elite. They're five and four. The Philadelphia 76ers yeah. have stormed back a little bit. They're five and four. The Knicks, who stink, are five and four, so they don't <laughs> obviously stink that bad. The Hornets, five and five. The Pacers, five and five. Heat, four and five. Bucks, four and five. They're all. I mean, Cavs are four and six after all those teams I just said. Uh, the Nets and the Bulls and the Hawks are 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 lower. Out in the West, the Rockets are still where they were expected to be at eight and three. The Timberwolves, who got Jimmy Butler and uh, have a much better roster this year, they're seven and three. Warriors are seven and three. They lost a couple games early. You know what I like, and I don't know why it's happening, but the coaching is showing through in these teams. Coaching is important it, in the NBA, it, it, and it hasn't felt like it's been. It a hasn't long felt time. like it, but this year it does. Yeah. the Celtics are superbly coached. Yeah. Which is why they can lose their arguably best player, if not second yeah. best, yeah, and still be the top team in the East. Yeah. The Magic have Frank Vogel, who is a defensive genius. Mm-hmm. They've been scoring 115 points a game. They're mm-hmm. they're playing out of their mind with a team of of nobodies. Mm-hmm. There's really no one except Vucevic on that team yeah. who who's worth their salt in basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the other side. I mean, the Timberwolves, uh, I can't remember the coach's name. I believe it's Thibodeau. I think it's Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau. and they're fin- they finally got a team around. Yeah, and around Thibodeau's him, so. always been a very good defensive coach. So I, I haven't watched the Timberwolves at all this year, but my assumption would be they're playing good defense because yeah. of his track record as and, a coach. And on the opposite side, Tyron Lue is finally <laughs> yeah. getting it's, his comeuppance. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's finally like 
someone's had yeah. to like close well, his well, jaw. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing: is that as much as anybody might want to deny this right now, right now, while Isaiah Thomas is still hurt, and Kevin Love has not been playing well with with this new te- new structure of this team right now, this is back like an old Cavaliers team right now. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's, early, I'm not saying yeah. it's going to be this way the whole time, but. This is LeBron James like scoring fifty seven points is, is yeah. when is your is the games that you win. Yeah. And the other games you're not winning. And it's like Derrick Rose looks old, Dwayne Wade looks old. They are Channing old. Channing Fry. Yeah, Dude, they are. Their team old. is so old. They're all old. The they, whole... they have no young good young players in yeah. their team. And so that's an that's an issue with the way they built Channing the team. Channing Fry as well. needs to get out of the league. Yeah. Channing Channing Fry had the, took the the uh potential game tying shot against the Hawks in that loss. Good. And like, missed it. Yeah. He, he always it. he played he for the magic it. for two years. He yeah. he stinks. And so um the the, the co- bad coaching is is showing itself, so that is a good thing, um, uh, you know, happening across the league. And the best coach teams are are the ones that are playing the best. So um, that's where we're at. The NBA, it's a good thing to see a little bit of parity again. You can say this a lot of years as far as the parity goes that it, you know, let's see how long it lasts. Let's see what it's like in the playoffs because yeah. it, it could easily be it'll, Cavs and Warriors again. It'll but, even back out towards the center of the season. Yeah. I don't think any of these teams, the bad teams. Without the play, like, yeah. I don't think the Magic can can keep this up. I don't think this yeah. the 76ers keep it up. I mean, but. even the Celtics, I don't think are going to keep up this pace. I, I think the Celtics are still going to be one of the top teams in the East, but they're to expect them to continue at an eight and two, nine and two pace uh, is a lot. And I think ultimately, when push comes to shove, unfortunately, we're probably still going to see the Warriors win. I mean, yeah. like, like that's yeah. that's the downside about it. But the more you know, as long as you can start somewhere with the parity, it's better than nothing. You know, if if you can just have a few teams at least competing for second best in the league, then we're getting somewhere because nobody's competed with Cleveland or Golden State for yeah. the last three or four years. So, so basketball is is turning a corner. Hopefully, that's what I. Cause hopefully, this, this is the type of season we want. Exactly. Where you yeah. don't know until midway through the season who's the yeah, best. Exactly, yeah. and that's that's what that's all you can ask for at this stage if you're mm-hmm. an NBA fan. So, anything else on the NBA? No. All right. Cool. So. Last, I guess we have college football. Georgia is number one Georgia's in the NCAA polls, taking over Alabama's spot. Um, I guess we won't go into like the whole, like the overall college football and the the top uh, of the pyramid right yeah. now landscape. But you know, Georgia and Alabama are one and two, and they will face each other in the SEC championship game. Yeah. So we're brewing a. Do you think that if they both go undefeated and one of them wins and the other loses, they both stay if one? If they're and both two, undefeated, yeah. yes, they're going to stay in there. And, and whether or not that's right, I don't know, but it, it's the way it's going to be. And, and I can't, you know, if they, I think it, if they both, if they're both undefeated and one loses in the SEC championship, I have no problem with them staying in the playoff picture. I don't think because. Ultimately, if the other teams all have one loss, it just brings them back down to their level. And I don't think that it's necessarily fair that because their loss came in the last game that it's any worse than everybody else's yeah. loss. Like like Clemson having lost to Syracuse, right? That's a worse loss Way than, worse, yeah. than, if, like, than if Bama loses to Georgia. So uh, th- there's a lot of factors. I know Bama doesn't have as good of a resume this year. They haven't played a lot of great teams. Um, so every, a lot of things go into it. But ultimately – as you know, whereas I would normally be pretty upset that two SEC teams face each other in championship, one loses and they both still get in. I would normally be pretty upset about yeah. that. If they're both undefeated going into that game, I can't be that upset about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they put in a two loss SEC team over a one loss, uh, you know, ACC team or something. Here's like the that. question: So Miami, ranked number ten, seven and zero, yeah. plays Notre Dame. I think they're who's seven and one. Oh, Miami right. might be no, no. I think they're seven and zero because they they're uh, canceled game, canceled yeah, from okay, the hurricane. Okay. Um, 
if they beat Notre Dame, because they're ranked number 10 right now behind one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, about seven or eight. I think I know seven or one team. I know what you're going to ask. Are they in the playoffs? Yeah, they should be. They, they should. Be. They absolutely should be if they beat Notre Dame. Um, the only At the only mark no, yeah. on their the only mark on their um, lower ranking right now is that they don't have a great resume. They don't have any yeah. big wins. You know, I if mean, they beat Notre Dame, you're undefeated with a win over a playoff team college football playoff team like at the time i think that that should put them into the playoff at that at that at that juncture yeah um, but there, there are and, good teams in there so and then um the only other undefeated teams that we're looking at the top 25 are i bet you can't name them uh, the other two there's two uh, more no, besides I, actually, I, did, I looked i looked recently um wisconsin's one of wisconsin them. is eight and oh yeah and then ranked number 18 18 i won't be able to name this team who is it ucf University UCF of is Central Florida is undefeated wow. at seven and zero. They also got a game canceled because of the hurricane. Right, crazy. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's some. I mean, there's a lot of good teams still. Clemson's four, Oklahoma's five, Ohio State six, Penn State seven. So it's going to be a battle for those last two spots. Yeah, absolutely. And people, someone's going to be mad. And, yeah, well, and there's going to be conference championship games are going to play a huge factor in this too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're going to have Clemson against Miami potentially in the ACC championship game. So one of those two teams, like let's say Miami beats Notre Dame gets into that playoff well they're gonna have to beat clemson in order to actually stay there because if they lose to clemson they'll be back out of it so yeah um certainly miami controls their own destiny if they win the, if, we, if they win those two big games they're probably in the playoffs so um lots of interesting stuff going on um my main focus still getting bc ranked by the end of the year i think it's possible i think it's possible so win out and you're going to be ranked so that's the goal um that's it. Anything else on college football? That is it on college football. That is it on sports. That's it on everything. Um, you know what that means, Derek. That means it's time for the final drive. It's time for the final drive. Do you want to go first or go second? I'm going to go first. All right. I, feel like I have you... one. I have one. Okay. I, I feel like you I need thought the extra one. time. I thought of one during it, and I have it, and it's really random and stupid, but I, I got it. It all... came up with something from work today that's that's funny, and uh, well, that's... just you go first. Okay, well, that's good because mine's super – relevant and important and okay. not funny and stupid okay cool um king of fighters 14 we got a free playstation 4 <laughs> game from our good friend doug greg who works at amazon sits next to the playstation 4 guys who who handle that sales division he he sent me a text saying he has all of this swag like you have a playstation 4 right? i was like yep we have one he's like i have so much swag i've been sitting next to those guys i have games and, and everything for you like wow playstation 4 games like 60 dollars each like, what could it be? There's a lot of really cool stuff out there. What could it be? That's exciting. Very exciting text. Doug shows up for the Florida State game, leaves the, the swag. We end up looking through it. It's about 15 games, all Japanese. They uh, no idea what any of them are. They all have, like, a cartoon girl on the front with, like, way accentuated features. <laughs> <laughs> things, that, things are way too big and other things are way too small. Uh, and... We found one game called King of Fighters, and it's the it's King of Fighters 14. It's literally the 14th edition of King of Fighters, and we've never heard of this game. It is a mix between Street Fighter and Tekken and all those like uh, punching fighting games, um, and it's very very fun. Derek refuses thus, adamantly thus to play far, it. Thus far, thus far, thus far. Situationally, I've, I have refused to play it. I've played it probably five times <laughs> against our other roommate and a few other friends. Derek. Sees how much fun we're having, and the only explanation is that you have no desire to be the king of fighters, which may arguably be true. And you're scared. Probably not. You're true. so that, that scared about fighting for the crown. I think that part is not true. You can't handle the king. The first part is probably true. So. You, 
You've never wanted to be the king. <laughs> that, I can't deny that I don't want to be the king. Who doesn't want to be the king? I mean... You're taking a Ned Stark approach? <laughs> Others deserve to be the king more than I do. I do. I'm going to be the king of fighters. <laughs> of fighters. But I have Others to beat everybody in order to be That's the king. That's true. That's true. So step up. That's true. That's it. That's my final All drive. All right. There's your final drive. Um, so my final drive is just as random as... Um, Fighters 14. King of Fighters. King of Fighters 14. Um, so, it'll be a little quick trivia question for you. Oh. Today at work, um, one of my coworkers brought in bagels, a bunch of bagels from Bagel World. Cool. Um, one of the bagel types that she grabbed was marble. Uh -huh. and I was like, what kind of bag? What kind of is marble bagel? What is yeah. that? Like, there's marble cake, but like, what's sure. what is a marble bagel? We looked it up. It's half plain, half pumpernickel. Bagel, okay. Okay. Which got us saying. Pumpernickel is a super weird word, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> what, is, what does pumpernickel mean? So do you have a guess as to what the origin of the word pumpernickel is? Like wow, what this it means? is a great final drive. <laughs> pumpernickel. It has to do with pumpkins. Maybe. And also nickels. I won't answer. Okay, so pumpkin. So you think it's a I think set someone, of pumpkin-shaped nickels. I think someone opened up a pumpkin and found nickels once, and it has to do <laughs> okay, with that. Okay, so that is wrong. Okay. Um, the origin of pumpernickel, okay. Pumpern, by the way, it's a German word, so German, oh. okay. Pumpern is a German verb meaning to fart. Oh, and love it. And nickel, like old Nick in English, was a name used for the devil. So the wow. word actually breaks down as farting devil. Wow. Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. Farting devil. <laughs> so there you go. There's that your is, fun fact. That is a great fun fact. <laughs> and I asked you earlier, do you have any fun I, facts? I, and you I said couldn't, no. I, didn't, I couldn't think of it until I remembered lunch today, and everybody was discussing pumpernickel and the origin of it, and someone looked it up, and it's the farting devil. Farting so. devil. So, wow, that was your nickname in high school. That was my nickname in high school, and then somehow Pumpernickel stole it from me. Yeah. So, so that's it. Oh, that's all wow. I got. What a my finish! Good job. So, that's it. That's it. Episode, episode 85. eighty-five. That's it. We're we're close to hundred. Getting close. We're actually we were joking a lot of episodes before, but we're getting close to hundred. So, shoot, we gotta start thinking about it. Okay, later. It'll days. be after Christmas, though, right? I think yeah. It's fifteen weeks Definitely. after Christmas. Yeah. So, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Later episode days. eighty-six. Later days.